Hello and good afternoon. You're welcome to the Total Energies Auto Show right here on 97.3 City FM. I am your host, Eddie Poku. On this show, we talk about cars. And as usual, I said, motoring education for trouble-free motoring experience. You can join us by sending your questions and contributions to our WhatsApp line 054-998-6996. The Auto Show is proudly brought to you by Total Energies. If you want the best in lubricants and car care products, the name to watch out for is Total Energies. If you want to enjoy your car younger for longer, you go to Total Energies. The service stations have the best of products and the staff are well trained to give you all the information you need to make sure that your car is in tip-top condition. As usual, when we meet on the show, I have very, very good information for you. I have the very best in experts who are going to come in and give you all the information you need. I'm going to talk, I'm going to introduce the topic very soon, but before that, let us take a word from our sponsors. Chairman, oh, chairman. Yeah, you're going to be the chairman if you service your car well and it's always showing up at the right places in the best form. And you can do that with Total Energies. <laughs> I just want to say happy birthday to our own Sander. Sander, go to Total. Service your car on me, okay? <laughs> yes, you are gearing up for a great show. Make sure you stay glued. We, today we are talking about um, VW cars. We are putting the spotlight on VW cars, Volkswagen cars. Yes. In the last few episodes, we've been putting the spotlight on particular brand of cars and um, what um, drivers and owners should expect so that they can manage the cars in manner that they can enjoy them younger for longer. Now, when the question popped up, we're going to talk about VW cars. I was wondering, who's going to do this for me? And I remember that my own Chris Kusi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People know him for the Porsches <laughs> and the Bentleys, which, is, which are also VW cars anyway. <laughs> yeah, but he's one of the grandpapas of Volkswagen in Ghana. <laughs> Chris, you're welcome to the show. Thank you, Eddie. Thanks for having me. Great, Charlie. Um, just a, a, a few weeks ago, you know, we, we we experienced this special event or spectacular event at the Afinia Airstrip. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, it was a great show. I mean, I've experienced a couple of them, and uh, um, they're always a great spectacle. I always tell people that I mean, if you want to enjoy. You're very powerful cars. You have to make sure that you provide an environment, a safe environment where you can do that. And uh, Lloyd and the team at um, and BMW Club Ghana, you know, did a very good job on the day. It was a wonderful experience. And they did, they did indeed. Yeah, yeah. It was a big show. And all the safety and uh, everything about it was, was done pretty, 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 pretty well. <laughs> it, it was done well, but I must also say that... Um, they were a little bit overwhelmed with the crowd that came. They were yes, not expecting this yes. much. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the last, the, the, the previous one, 
the crowd that showed up for the previous one and subsequent ones, you know, um, they had a certain um, number. Oh, yes, I mean we all had a certain expectation of numbers right. in mind. I think it was about a thousand people that did on the previous one. This time it was way over six thousand. Yes, and so even though they had put in all the uh, safety and uh, yes, you know yes, yes. everything was in place, it was still overwhelming. It and, was. You know, they did a fantastic job. It, it was. Say. It was. But um, they did a fantastic job, nevertheless. And uh, we just want to say kudos to them. But you were one of the shining stars <laughs> on the day. <laughs> I mean, um, lead up to the event. There were two comps. <laughs> there was Team F ninety. There are still two comps. <laughs> yes, there are still two comps. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming with my own comp. So, <laughs> right. I'm coming with my own comp. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there are the two comps. You know, Team F ninety BMW, and they have the Team Porsche. <laughs> Substantial. Substantial. <laughs> Yes, um, and um, it was wonderful. All the banter, the expectations, the anticipation—it it was wonderful, you know. Um, and you you came out tops as the fastest driver on the day. Can you just say a few things about that? Um, yes, a lot of preparation went into it. Yeah, and for those who do not know this, mm-hmm. our car. To be fair, both cars were not in tip-top condition yes, on yes, the day yes. of the event. Yes, yes. I know that. So <laughs> both both cars, as fast as they might have looked on the day, mm-hmm. both cars were running on injuries. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, we burned the midnight oil trying to get the car ready. Mm-hmm. We had all sort of issues, transmission leaks, mm-hmm. boost leaks, mm-hmm. electronic problems, mm-hmm. programming mm-hmm. fooling. <laughs> so much went wrong. Mm-hmm. We were there till about 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. the night before, mm-hmm. making sure that the cars were ready. Mm-hmm. And guess what? On the morning of the event, mm-hmm. the car threw a code, a fault code. <laughs> so the car wasn't ready. Yeah. So we had lost, actually, on, on we had lost a bit of power. Mm-hmm. And on the actual run... Uh, halfway through the run, another error popped up. An error popped up. The check engine light came on. So I think the last maybe third of the run was really on 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 fumes. There's no fuel going through it. I think that you guys pushed these cars really, really, really hard. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. The the I mean, both cars were heavily modified, mm-hmm. and the the more modifications you put into a car, the more delicate it becomes. Yeah. And that's why if you if you follow Formula One, you realize that after every race, the engines have to be rebuilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah rebuilt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, we, we don't have a dyno here to, you know, put the cars on and no, but you have a certain estimation in your mind. Uh, well, a- a- about, about how much horsepower was the car pushing? We, we like to call it the seat of the pants dyno. Yes. So yes, how yes. you feel. Yeah. Uh, our car was set up for 800 horsepower. Okay. But on the day, I think we're more along the lines of 700 because of the limitations, the limitations that we experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, co- our opponent was was set up for about a thousand horsepower. Yeah, I didn't drive that car, so I don't know how handicapped he was mm-hmm. on that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the day, I showed up very early because uh, I know how unpredictable and crazy the Afenia Road is, especially right. you know on a on a holiday. So I go, I I got up very very early, and uh, I made sure I made my way to the place. I got there really really early, right. and um, when I got to the place and found my way around the strip area, and I got myself my parking space. 
the F90 did a run. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. That car is quick. It was crazy. That car is quick. But when it got to the other side and it was coming back, it was limping. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's when I, I gave you that call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, 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 I mean, you guys have done really, really, you know, really well. You know, to all the fans of Team Subtensial, mm-hmm. yes, we did very well. But do not underestimate mm-hmm. the performance mm-hmm. capability of the BMW mm-hmm. F90. Mm-hmm. F90 team, do not mess with <laughs> them. <laughs> Do not mess with them. And the guys are very, very dedicated. I mean, you guys are very, they very are dedicated. They are dedicated. They know what they're doing. They've tuned their cars. You know, mm-hmm. the stars just didn't align on the day. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. so I um, believe so. But then, of course, I mean, if you are starting with a platform like that, you have a you have a bigger deficit in terms of weight. Well, not just weight. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. There's mm-hmm. weight, there's aerodynamics, mm-hmm. and there's the basic design of the vehicle. Exactly. So the BMW 5 Series is originally designed as a four-door it's executive like a or a family car. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Porsche 911, on the other hand, is designed as a sports car from mm-hmm. the ground up. Mm-hmm. And so it's a better platform to start off okay. with. Okay. Okay. But what goes into, t- into tuning, tuning your car in Ghana? Do you, you have a, a tuning house in Ghana that you go to and you pay a, a certain amount of money and they just outfit your car with, with a go-fast pass? It's not that simple. So we have a relationship with ES Motors. Okay. Uh, ES Motors are a specialist uh, Porsche tuning house. They're based in the UK and Turkey. Their headquarters actually is in Turkey. Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately, when it comes to tuning in mm-hmm. Ghana... Uh, we need certain bespoke solutions because uh, you cannot just buy uh, tuning parts of the shelf in mm-hmm. Europe and America and mm-hmm. expect it to work here. It will not it will, work mm-hmm. here because the environment is totally different. Mm-hmm. Humidity is different. Heat levels are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fuel is different. Uh, even elevation mm-hmm. is, is different. All of that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, in Europe and America, they have t- they have tuning parts and products mm-hmm. designed for their environment. Okay. So when it comes here, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. We cannot just take things off the shelf and say, okay, we'll put a bigger turbo on the car and so we're going to run fast. No, it doesn't <laughs> work like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's like um, when you have uh, certain special breed dogs. Mm-hmm. A dog that will survive well in Aluchi, <laughs> when you bring that dog to Ghana... Even the heat, <laughs> the heat, the food problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to talk some more about lunch control, but we have to be uh, sure. to the topic. And I just want to say that um, the show is proudly brought to you by Total Energies. And uh, Total Energies um, take their products that they are delivering to you, the customer, very, very seriously. And because of that, um, the Chartered Institute of Marketing Ghana has adjudged them as the petroleum company of the year three consecutive times and because of this they have been inducted into the mark the chartered institute of marketing hall of fame petroleum category now total energies it says we are committed to delivering quality and innovative products and services that enhances the customer experience okay they also want to say thank you to you all customers and also to all the service staff and uh it says thank you for making us number one yeah chris right all right guys so um the spotlight is on volkswagen and we are 
talking about the issues around Volkswagen vehicles. And we talk about Volkswagen, we're talking about the family, the Volkswagen cars itself. Then we have the Audi and Passat in, in between. So we're going to look at the popular models, the Polos, the Golfs, um, etc. Yeah. So Chris, you're going to help us. Now, if you have any questions or contributions, send to 054 998 and uh, Chris is here he has a lot of experiences he has a very very unique and uh, special Volkswagen vehicle we'll talk about it at the end of this show I hope we can do justice we have a, we've, we've spent a, a bit of time talking about launch control yes now before that I just want to say that guys if you want to you know um, um, race your car don't do it on the street okay um, BMW Club Ghana um, has set the, the platform or the example, put together an event, okay, and plan it properly and do it safely. Yes, don't do it on the street. It, 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 it won't help anybody. Thank you. All right, Chris. So, bit of you. Yes. Well, you see, when it comes to, to car brands now, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it was in the past where mm-hmm. they were very much independent. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the car brands have kind of like merged and uh, the whole platform is all melted into each other. Mm-hmm. So now, if you talk about Volkswagen, you're thinking Volkswagen Audi Group. And uh, Volkswagen as a brand owns many of the um, the other brands like um, uh, the Audis. Volkswagen owns Porsche. Volkswagen owns um, even Bugatti. So uh, you'd find that the technology is developed across these platforms Mm -hmm. and they are shared amongst the other sub-brands. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So So that's a good side of it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And what's the bad side? Well, the bad side of it is hard for me to say because I, I lean towards... The uh, VAG brand okay. But the bad side of it is that uh, Unfortunately Cars these days are not Designed to last Long mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the car brands are too Quick to put in uh, Newly developed technologies mm-hmm. Into these cars And uh, what that Means is that uh, they Don't spend enough time uh, testing mm-hmm. these cars in real world mm-hmm. uh, situations, and so you have uh, unreliability issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, looking at the VW brand or brand of vehicles or family of vehicles, what are the major issues that um, a customer, okay, should expect? Well, first of all, it depends on which part of the world you are in, and also the uh, type of vehicle you have and how you use your vehicles. Now, if you are in Europe and America and you have, uh, you're dealing with colder climates, you'd find that uh, you'd experience a different set of problems from okay. those of us here mm-hmm. where we're having to deal with uh, heat and dust. Okay. So um, when it comes to issues like the computers, mm-hmm. the computers are more prone to failure when exposed to dust and heat. I mean, if you have a laptop or a computer mm-hmm. and you have an issues with it, you find that a lot of it is really from dust and okay. heat. Mm-hmm. 
So that is one of the biggest, one of the big problems, the electronics. Mm-hmm. And also components. Components are now being made out of composite materials and plastics. Mm-hmm. In the past, things were made out of metal. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, an intake manifold uh, of 20 years ago would be made out of metal, aluminum or steel. Today they're made out of plastic. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens to plastic when it's exposed to heat and the sun and all of that. Mm-hmm. It becomes very brittle mm-hmm. and things will begin to break. So that's when you have things like vacuum leaks. Mm-hmm. You have uh, boost leaks because the plastic components have fractures, mm-hmm. hairline cracks, that sort of things in it. And so these cars do not tend to last as long as we expect them to. And of course, in this part of the world, we are cash and carrying our cars. In Europe and America and the Western world, most people are leasing their cars. Mm-hmm. So you put down $2,000, you drive the car for three years, you take it to the dealer, they put you in the newer model. So every mm-hmm. three years you're changing your cars. But here, when you use your hard-earned cash to buy the car, you come and pay duty, you need at least 10 years out of the at car. At least, unless the car says me could be. And this is a home-use car. Yeah. So <laughs> our expectations are slightly different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I've always had this example. For those who buy a new phone every year or every two years, mm-hmm. they will never experience problems with their phones. Yeah. But the person who goes and buys, say, an iPhone 6, you know, to him, it's new to him. Yeah. But guess what? That that phone is, is tied. Yeah. And so you have problems, charging problems, you have screen problems, you have battery problems, and that's how it is. So the older the vehicle, the less reliable it's going to be. Okay. So um, in the light of all this, I mean, if I'm buying a car in Ghana, most probably I'm a second owner. Let's start with the acquisition process. Right. If I'm buying a salvage or even I'm buying it new, what do I have to do to prolong its lifespan? What do I have to do to enjoy a better return on investment? Well, the basics, so servicing. Mm -hmm. So you would have to service this as the manufacturer recommends. Mm -hmm. If you can, the older the car gets, you have to double up on your servicing Mm -hmm. regime. Mm -hmm. So change your oil more regularly, clean your car more regularly. So your filters and even the interior, you'd find that... um, Certain components with the car, when they're not clean, a lot of dirt and debris builds up on it and it causes failure. Mm-hmm. So just look after the car, you know, baby your car, pamper your car. Mm-hmm. You know, if it needs spending, don't patch the problem, you know, repair. Mm-hmm. It's actually much cheaper to maintain than to replace. Mm-hmm. So if there is a, a broken component, don't have it welded, mm-hmm. replace the component. Mm-hmm. Don't have it patched up with glue, replace the component. Mm-hmm. It would serve you much better that way. Okay. All right. So now let's go into a bit of specifics here. Um, let's start with the small cars, then we build it up. Sure. So um, um, with Volkswagen, I think that um, the, the smaller cars, we have the VW Up, then we have the Polo, then we have the Golf. But I've not seen an Up in town, so it's not really a popular model. Uh, but I think it's v- very, very similar to the Polo. So let's start with the Polo. Yes. Right. Well, they 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 design as city cars. Mm-hmm. So for knockabout, run around in the city, mm-hmm. so you'd find that they would have very small engines to keep mm-hmm. the the efficiency of the of the vehicle mm-hmm. um, to keep to keep the efficiency high. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not uh, do what an off-road vehicle would do. Mm-hmm. So if you have a car like that. 
you're better off keeping it on good roads, on city roads, mm-hmm. uh, doing city errands, mm-hmm. and that's what the car is originally designed for. Okay. So it would serve you better that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is the polo. So if I'm, uh, if someone is buying a polo, that is what they expect, or that is what the expectation of the manufacturer is right. that they use or apply the car to. Right. So if you buy a very small car, and every now and then you are traveling to your hometown in Bro and Hafo, <laughs> uh, you should expect that the, the lifespan of the car uh, will be diminished. Will, will, yes, yeah. because there'll be too much stress mm-hmm. on on the vehicle. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the VW Golf, which is a very, very, very popular car uh, in Ghana. I mean, in recent times, the popularity has um, the popularity went down a little bit, you know, but it's building up. I can see a very healthy um, community with the new Golf, the Golf, um, the, the Golf Eight, Mark Eight, and uh, Mark Seven. Uh, can see uh, quite a number in town. So, if somebody is going into a, a, a VW Golf, let's say from uh, last seven years coming, what are the, the the things that they should be looking out for? Okay, well, I'd say when you mention uh, the popularity of the cars, I think that uh, they're still brilliant cars. Unfortunately, because in Ghana, the majority of our cars that come in are used cars. Mm -hmm. They are very much dictated by the market, the used market Mm -hmm. in the countries of origin. Yeah. So you'd find that uh, if, um, say, Hyundai's are popular in Europe, Mm -hmm. we will get the residual market of that so yeah. that would eventually flow into our market mm-hmm. yeah uh, in the past people would make a purchasing decision based on oh are the parts available for this car in ghana yeah are there people importing parts of these cars that's mm-hmm. why we ended up with a lot of peugeots mm-hmm. and mercedes in yeah. those days mm-hmm. uh, now you'd find that um, there's a lot of asian vehicles mm-hmm. coming into the country but the golfs and uh, the other video B brands are as good. Mm-hmm. They cost a little bit more mm-hmm. because they're still a premium brand, mm-hmm. and uh, people are very price sensitive. So they would sometimes discount those options mm-hmm. and go for much cheaper brands. Okay. But I would say with a Golf, it's a much bigger car than the than the Polo. Yeah, it's. As reliable as a city car, mm-hmm. and more so as a as a general family car, mm-hmm. as a four door hatchback vehicle, is as reliable. And if you're into uh, the performance of it, you have the GTI models mm-hmm. that would give you that extra oomph that you wouldn't get from the the Polos and the 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 lesser goals. The lesser goals. Okay, all right. But um, engine wise, what are some of the issues? Um, the new goals are turbocharged engines, right? Right. Good. So if you are buying a, um, a VW that has a turbocharged engine, they, they call them what? TSI engines, right? Well, the, the TSI actually means uh, the fuel injection system. system. Okay. okay. So it's turbo stratified fuel injection. Mm. So it means that it has now direct injection. So the, the, the fuel is sprayed directly into the cylinders mm-hmm. and not into the uh, runners, into the intake manifold. Okay. Um, so they, they do have um, the FSI and then the TFSI. Yes, yes, yes. yes so the the FSI is the non-turbo, mm-hmm. the TFSI is the turbo version. Mm-hmm. So I would say look out for the main things. Make sure the car is serviced regularly. Mm-hmm. Cars that are fitted with turbochargers are very sensitive to oil. So make sure that your oil is always changed regularly. Mm-hmm. So if you have a six-month service regime, follow that six-month regime. If it's a 12-month regime, 
follow that. And of course, depending on the mileage you're putting on the vehicle, mm-hmm. you need to because the, the the turbochargers need the oil to keep it healthy. Mm-hmm. So if the quality of the oil in the car is bad, your turbochargers would fail prematurely. And also do look out for uh, the electronics around the uh, turbocharging system, so all the solenoids, mm-hmm. the uh, wiring harnesses, and also the uh, vacuum points, so the um, vacuum lines that control um, the the aspiration of the uh, vehicle. So mm-hmm. the air that comes into the into the into the engine through the turbochargers are controlled with. Um, a vacuum system okay. so you have to make sure that you're not getting them too dusty you're making sure that there are no cracks in the vacuum lines and uh, basically that everything is always plugged in correctly your engine covers is all on there okay so um, um, when the table is having issues what are some of the symptoms that you experience well the engine is an air pump mm-hmm. The turbocharger is another air pump. Mm-hmm. So it's an air pump attached to an air pump. Mm-hmm. So if one of the air pumps is not working properly, the car will not behave right. Okay. It will not run the way it's designed to. So if your turbocharger is bad, it will not be getting enough air mm-hmm. into the engine mm-hmm. or it will be getting too much air. So too much air is bad. Mm-hmm. Too little air is also bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm um, talking about direct injection, which um, you you, you um, outlined the TFSI and the TSI um, direct injection. I know that they have um, this um, inherent um, issue with um, carbon forming on on the valves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can we do in order to reduce that that phenomenon? Um. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Well, regular maintenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure your your technician is aware that you have a TFSI or an FSI engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, read up on it yourself. There are certain uh, issues that you might face up, especially if you're doing a lot of city driving and mm-hmm. you're not driving uh, enough on the highway. So mm-hmm. highway driving allows more volumes of air to run through the engine and that would generate some amount of cleaning effects mm, mm. and prevent the carbon buildup. Build Whereas uh, city driving, stop and go traffic mm-hmm. would also make that carbon deposit build up even faster. Mm. Unfortunately, it is a problem with direct injection cars. Car. Some cars have dual or sequential fuel injection mm-hmm like the Audi RS3, mm-hmm. and what that does is it also pushes fuel through the manifold, the manifold. and that f- creates a cleaning effect, effect. on the valves. Mm-hmm. So if, you don't, if your car is not fitted with that system, then you have to do periodic maintenance. Mm-hmm. You need to add the uh, carbon cleanup mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. to your service your regime. regime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So, um, I mean, by this, it means that we are also saying that if you are going in for a car, I mean, most of the, almost all the cars on the market now are direct injected. Engine That's correct. Because yes. of efficiency um, gains, especially, mm-hmm. you know, um, simplicity of the whole setup. So most of the cars... It's really more... It's, it's actually not simpler. It's just more efficient. Okay. You can get more power out of it. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> then again, we can also talk about... I mean, when people go in for especially the more powerful cars, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
a lot of people tend to buy powerful cars, and, and I'm, 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 I'm talking about that particular segment of right. performance cars. People are buying performance cars because of the uh, associated prestige, but they are not going to be, like you are saying, do highway miles for the car to clean itself. You right. know, as it were, going to drive it, you know, in the city from home to office, home to office. Because I've seen that a lot of people are having such issues because they buy these performance cars, especially, and they um, just drive them, commute with them from from home to office. Right. Yeah. So, are we? Can we say that? I mean, if people are going in for some of the, these cars. They have to um, consider that. Yes, I mean, in the past. Vehicles were seen as purely a transportation device. Mm-hmm. Today, a vehicle is almost like an apparel. Mm-hmm. So it's a status symbol. It's it's become a status symbol. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if yeah. you if you drive in a certain type of cars, mm-hmm. it says a lot about your personality. Mm-hmm. And so you'd find that uh, people would end up having ceremonial cars. Mm-hmm. And that means that you only drive in the car to an event. Mm-hmm. Now, because of what we just talked about, the uh, carbon deposit and also sometimes the deposits in your catalytic converter, mm-hmm. these cars that are not driven properly or driven enough mm-hmm. or, or cars are not having a combination of highway and city mm-hmm. driving tend to suffer failures from clogged up systems. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> All right. So you heard it. Yes, you have to drive your car properly <laughs> you have to drive it properly. regularly regularly and properly, and yes. properly yes it has to see a combina- a good combination of city driving and highway driving where you get the cars up to speed and to a certain temperature that's correct know? yes and yes. um, if you your especially when your office and, and home are very very close yes that's a problem yes. and you see the thing is for the people who are should i say well healed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't like to commute so their home is maybe in cantonment mm-hmm. and his office is in airports yeah so he's only doing about 5 miles mm-hmm. Round trip a day, yeah, and uh, you know the mm-hmm. car is not getting enough um, mm-hmm. exercise, mm-hmm. 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 and you are going to have issues. Yes, <laughs> wonderful. Okay, so we have a few um, 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 uh, contributions. Someone says, okay, um, yes, it says um, Vox is pronounced Fox, not Vox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, me, I, me, I not be German. I don't be German, so I don't know. Because uh, you are very familiar with the brand. So how do you pronounce well, the word? We're, we're speaking English, so yeah. we're, we're pronouncing it the way the English exactly, people exactly. speak I, I, it. I think he sent the message from four, plus four nine is Germany, right? Uh, yeah, that's Germany. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's just like if we're talking about, you know, what we call Peugeot here, mm-hmm. the correct word is Peugeot. Mm-hmm. But we're not speaking French, we're yeah. speaking English, yeah. so please Pidou. do forgive Pidou. us. Some people say Peugeot. Peugeot. All right, okay. Um, Chevy Cruise, okay. You let's talk about Chevy Cruise. I didn't want, I wanted to us to keep that for, for let's let's quickly do that. Um, I have gotten a new Chevy Cruise, and people are advising I remove the thermostat because the problem with that car is overheating. Uh, will you advise me to do that, or can I still use it in hot environment? Um, wonderful. You always listen and contribute to the show. Um, we, we had a show here where we brought somebody from um, the, the company that um, does these Chevy Cruises. Right. And yes, they, 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 when you bring that, the, it from um, US, 
there are few changes that has to be done on a car. So I will say, take it to Mac Ghana. I think that's the name, Mac Ghana. That's correct, yes. Yeah, take it to Mac Ghana. Yes, they will, they will sort it out for you. But a car needs a, a thermostat. thermostat. Yes, it's important. Like, to like we just said, yeah. the, when you drive a car, the engine has to come to a certain temperature within that's the shortest correct, yeah. possible time. Yeah. If it doesn't get there, it's going to have issues on your engine. Okay. You see, the manufacturers mm-hmm. also like to save money. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if the car didn't need a thermostat, they wouldn't They wouldn't put it there. <laughs> it's, it's there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. But if there is a modification out there that is approved by Chevy, mm-hmm. I'm sure the dealer would have that information mm-hmm. and they would apply that modification. Mm-hmm. And that modification could simply mean that they will put uh, a different uh, thermostat Probably. with a different temperature rating on there, which means that... Uh, thermostat would open a lot sooner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if there is a problem mm-hmm, with this mm-hmm. in this part of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, if we take your car to um, um, uh, Mac Ghana. Mac Ghana. We had uh, Mr. Hansen um, uh, that's almost two years ago. Yes. So, probably maybe this year I'll bring him back and he can come and talk about Because the Chevy Cruze happened to be very popular and a lot of people started hitting it. It is a very popular car, and it's yeah. also a very delicate car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. And um, that was his response to it, that bring the cars, we'll take care of it for you, and you have that problem. You see, so what I have to say, I want to just add this, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that um, um, we need to understand that these cars do have a usable life. Mm-hmm. So when a car is designed by the manufacturer, they have an idea mm-hmm. how long they expect the car to be on the road, mm-hmm. you know. And like I keep saying, uh, our vehicle ownership culture here is a little bit different. And we have bigger expectations from our, our cars, especially the, the second-hand cars. These cars have lived a very long and possibly stressful life in their countries of origin. Mm-hmm. And when they get here, because we spend so much money investing in the cars, paying duties, we have expectations where we we want to see these cars last 10 years, 20 mm-hmm. years, whatever the time it is we're expected to. And we don't get that. And uh, we certainly are disappointed and we feel we should have gotten better. We say, oh, the car is a bad car and so mm-hmm. on. But I would say, let's try and understand what the uh, usable life of the vehicle is. Mm-hmm. You'll find out that in some cars, it's five years, some cars, 10 years, some mm-hmm. cars, 15 years. You'll be surprised. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I want to hinge on that, but it might push, <laughs> it might draw away from the discussion. So I'll right. push that to the end of the show. So let's move on with our, our discussion on, um, VW. So, um, we've talked about the Polo. We've talked about the VW Golf. Um, let's talk about the Passat. That is basically a Golf, but in a, in a salon, um, um, shape, right? Um, no, the platform is slightly different. But in terms of in the engine, so there are some engines that would cross over. Mm-hmm. So like the two-liter engines would definitely cross over mm-hmm. from the Golfs mm-hmm. to the Passats. But some of the Passats have the W12 engine. <laughs> uh, I think it was W16. W6, no, w- W8. W8. They okay. built a W8 engine, which mm-hmm. was unique to the Passat only. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a number of that from um, the Ghana at 50. I can't remember if I saw those. Yeah, there were some of those. They, really? they had some of those those cars. They had the same engine as they shared that engine with the Phaeton. 
Oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. And so the W eight was a special engine mm-hmm. for I've seen I've seen at least one in town. Well it's not right. a popular car, so we don't really need to talk mm. about it. So let's let's talk about um the polo, which one is next, which other is it the Passat. The, yeah, the Passat, yes, the Passat. Right. So I mean the Passat is it's your four door executive saloon mm-hmm. car. Or a family car. So that car has more capabilities. Mm-hmm. It would do highway drives very comfortably. Mm-hmm. You can drive it around town. It would carry a lot more passengers. And it's built to a um, slightly um, higher standards in terms of trim, finish, mm-hmm. and uh, mechanical components. Okay. Okay. So of course, the more money you spend, higher you go up the ladder, mm-hmm. the better quality you can expect mm-hmm. in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in terms of maintenance, what does one have to do in order to keep it in tip-top condition? Well, in terms of maintenance, it's not far from the Golf. So mm-hmm. do the same things you would do with your Golfs. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive them. Mm-hmm. Don't leave them parked. Uh, oil change, and especially if you have a turbocharger, mm-hmm. make sure that you put in the first of all the right grade of oil, the right grade of coolant. Mm-hmm. And then you are changing them at the right intervals. Okay. All right. So um, I know the Passat, and even for the Golf, some of them have a TDI engine. Right. Um, there is this talk of um, a DPF. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have to do in terms of the DPF? Right. So the DPF stands for Diesel Particulate Filter. Mm-hmm. What that is, is a filtration system in the exhaust that would filter out all the... Um, Carbon monoxide and all the um, the bad gases that mm-hmm. come out of the uh, combustion system. Mm-hmm. Now, in Europe and America, they are very concerned about the pollution of the environment. Not that we are not, but they are they set much higher standards, mm-hmm. and so it is mandated that all vehicles with diesel engines should have uh, diesel particulate filters. Mm-hmm. Some even do have um, the AdBlue system, mm-hmm. which means that you add a, a, a urea liquid mm-hmm. into the, um, the the exhaust system. It sprays urea into the exhaust system, and it, it neutralizes the uh, carbon monoxide um, mm-hmm. gases. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, because they're coming from countries like that, they are mandated by law to be fitted with those. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in Ghana, we do not test for uh, those same emission mm-hmm. standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when our carbon, when our DPF systems or our catalytic converter mm-hmm. systems are beginning to fail, because we don't test them regularly, we tend not to even notice that the problem is coming up. And then before you know, boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have clogged exhaust systems, and you know everybody's complaining. Oh, my catalyst is bad. Mm-hmm. My DPF is bad. Mm-hmm. But then again, one thing that keeps your DPF happy and healthy mm-hmm. is driving it. Yeah, <laughs> you need to de- be doing a bit of highway driving to yeah. be able to clear the system because mm-hmm. there's something called a, a regeneration. What mm-hmm. the regeneration does is it uh, pumps in a little bit extra fuel mm-hmm. to increase the temperatures of the DPFs and mm-hmm. the catalytic converters and that would burn off any carbon deposits. Okay. So if you have a vehicle fitted with that system and you don't drive the car regularly enough, mm-hmm. you build up a lot more carbon deposits, not just in the engine but also in the exhaust system. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of reports of cars having this issue. That is why I've been talking about it. Since um, 
since we talked about the BMW, Lloyd came, we talked about BMWs. This issue has been coming up even for the Toyotas and other models. And so they do they do happen also in, in, in the Western world as well. Mm-hmm. They, they do experience that as well. So yeah. it's not just unique to us. Yes, yes, yes. And even um, talking about that, we can also talk about um, oil. Um, some of the Hondas, for example, are having issues with oil um, 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 dilution. Oil dilution because um, they have a certain issue with uh, so when the Civics, for example, came out with the 1.5 liter turbo engines, that was one of the things. So they had to revise the maintenance um, scheduling that mm-hmm. is programmed into the car and, that and a correct. whole manner of things. And especially those places with a um, very cold temperature were affected. So we have another um, another contribution from the gentleman in Germany. He says, uh, "Okay, names pronunciation is very important. That is just by the way. Please, does the mileage or years the most important factor?" Example, I buy a pickup truck and use it fully f- f- one month, that's December, and the rest of the year it is mostly packed but maintained. Drive once a week and oil change. And someone who is driving daily uh, his pickup, my mileage will be lower but his higher. Does it mean that we all have the same lifespan or if we have the same car brand or year or model? Okay, so I assume that the same uh, brand and model of car. Well, it depends on what he means by he drives it once a week. Mm-hmm. Is he driving around the block once a week mm-hmm. or yes. not? I have a client who has a very beautiful car. The car is about 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Hardly drove the car. Mm-hmm. The car has under 300 miles on it. Mm-hmm. He regularly services, but because the car has been parked for a long time, the car has basically fallen apart. Mm-hmm. The interior has fallen apart. Mm-hmm. The plastic components are falling apart because he's parked the car in his garage for so long. You oh. know what happens? Mm-hmm. Like you buy a brand new pair of shoes and you don't wear them enough. I've seen it with two. <laughs> exactly. The day you wear it to go to a party, Tell what's happening? As you're dancing... <laughs> You lose your soul. <laughs> you know, so, so that's yeah. what happens. Because yeah. these cars are made mm. with a lot of bonding agents. Mm-hmm. So glues, mm-hmm. fasteners, mm-hmm. clips, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. while they're not getting used, mm-hmm. they would fall apart. Yeah. So, yes, you do. It's a good thing that he services and maintains mm-hmm. his cars regularly, even though the car is not used much. That is a mm-hmm. good thing. But then there are other components that can fail because of lack of use, okay. especially interior trims, clips, and fasteners. Okay. Okay. All right. Chris, it looks like uh, we've almost exhausted all our time. And uh, there are a few more models of VW that I wanted us to speak to. For example, the, the Tiguan and the Touareg, because those are very popular cars. Right. I yes. mean, it's, it's from the Golf Passat upwards, mm-hmm. all the SUV models, and the crossover models, it would be the same maintenance culture you have to apply to them mm-hmm. because, like I was saying, they do they are cross-platform models mm-hmm. and they have similar con- components. The parts used in one car will be used in another car, okay. and so on. So okay. it would be the same. Use right. your car, do your oil service regularly. If you have a turbocharger, make sure you're using the right grade of, of uh, oil. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're, you're changing your coolant regularly, mm-hmm. using the right coolant, changing your spark plugs. General maintenance. Okay, so um, there's a question, but we can't go to it. So, Nanaya, um, I'm going to uh, give a response to your um, question on my Facebook page. Um, go to Facebook, look for Edward Opoku page, not um, a member account. Facebook page. Um, I'll put a response to your question there. Um, Chris, quickly, um, how do we get to you? 
Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, auto checker mm-hmm. or uh, auto dwelling, mm-hmm. and now subtensial. Subtensial. Yes. <laughs> SUB number ten. Sharp. That's correct. T-I-L. T-I-L. Oh, That's wonderful! Correct. All right. So, um, you can also reach me on Twitter. It's at, at Edipoku. Um, Facebook. My Facebook page is Edward Opoku. So I'm going. Now I'm going to answer this question on my Facebook page, and um, yeah. You can get also get me on uh, um, IG Mifri Asante. <laughs> it's been a wonderful time. It's always a great time when we have Chris in the house and also you over there at the other side doing the listening. Um, the show has proudly been brought to you by Total Energies. I just want to say thank you. I've been your host, Edward Opoku. You can call me Eddie Poku. Bye for now.